Good day, guys. Shane from Crowdiver Coffee with another espresso shot. This is a little different. This one, this one is based around the Karate Kid, the the, the first movie. Uh, obviously, the the best. Um, you know, the other number two and number three. Number two is okay. Number three is hor- horrendous. Uh, number four, oh, oh, the the next Karate Kid. Even worse, and the, the one with uh, Jackie Chan. Oof, that was bad. I mean, the it just it missed so many parts of of the Karate Kid that well, made the Karate Kid so good. But so let me let me. So I grew up doing karate. My it was all of my my whole life based around karate. So when I was a kid watching the Karate Kid movies, I hated it. I really despised the Karate Kid. It, the Karate was so bad. I mean, Daniel San was just so so bad at Karate. Understanding, like, if you've done Karate before, you have a look at his movements, and I mean, it doesn't even look like he he can walk down the street without falling over. Like his coordination was was very disgusting and for years I, I couldn't understand why they would pick Daniel Sun or why would they pick Ralph Macchio not Daniel Sun <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys are the same but if there's somebody in my class whose name is Daniel they are automatically called Daniel Sun but anyway so I could understand why they picked Ralph Macchio they could have at least picked somebody who had done some sort of training before even Johnny Lawrence, uh, the the actor, I've forgotten his name already, but even the actor, even the actor who played Johnny Lawrence, at least he could move. I mean, he hadn't done any training beforehand. Um, Zabka, William Zabka, yeah, that's it, yeah. He'd never done any training before, but at least, geez, it looked like he could fight. And it took me so long to understand. Um, you know, I just couldn't understand why the movie was was so good. I mean, I I did enjoy it because it was karate and the cutter was awful in, in number three. I think he does Saint Chin. I mean, his, his movements um, and it wasn't any karate that I'd ever done before or had ever sort of seen, like the wax on, wax off, all, all of that sort of all of that thing. It was it's just really bad. The rules. The, the kumite, I'd never seen a competition like that before, I still haven't. The rules were against anything that I've ever seen. I've never seen a bare knuckle kumite or a karate match. Even the old, even the old, um, the 70s style kumite that my dad used to do, at least they wore a mouth guard. Uh, um, and gloves as well, sometimes I think, probably. But I mean, and these are these are young, these are kids, seventeen-year-olds, sixteen-year-olds, fighting each other with no protective equipment. So that I, I just couldn't understand because it it wasn't under any karate world that I knew, and that is all I knew when I was a kid. And so for for a long time, it I really hated that movie. I watched it many times. Don't get me wrong, but I never appreciated it until I was a bit older. I oh, know, sorry, a lot older, like 30 years, 30 years later, that I realised 
that the reason that people love that movie and the reason they love Daniel-san so much is because he's the average person. You know, the uh, I'm looking at it from eyes of somebody who'd done karate the whole life. Even at a uh, 10 years old, I understood what, understood what was good and what wasn't good. So, but, yeah, now it's taken me so long to realise that people look at Daniel-san and don't look at how good he is, they look at how bad he is because they can relate to that to that person. If somebody came out and in three months or six months um, they could fight like a, you know, like somebody who'd been fighting for 10 years, then it's not believable. It's not relatable. So that's when I, re- that's when I realized, ah, that's, that's why everybody loves Karate Kid is because Daniel-san is, is the average Joe. And if the average Joe can, can beat black belts, then, then it's a great story. So it took me a long time, but here's a couple of things that I didn't enjoy about the movie. One, uh, he steals a Miyagi Miyagi Sensei steals a black belt. Yeah, yeah. He he enters he enters Daniel San into a competition that a he doesn't know the rules of. Okay, what that's it. What kind of coach is that? That doesn't know the rules. And B turns up without without a belt. What what was he going to wear? Uh, he had the uniform, he had the jacket, the pants, needed something to uh, to keep it together. What was he going to wear? The the Hatsumaki on his head? Anyway. So, to enter the competition, you must be brown and black belt. Uh, where's the proof? I know now there's, I mean, even in competitions now, there's no proof to show what grade you are. But when you turn up, you turn up to register as well. Uh, hello, insurance? No, and this is the 80s, that's so not a big deal, but... So you, you turn up to register, uh, he steals the black belt, and what if what if the the person he stole the black belt for, from was was an up-and-coming up and coming fighter whose whole life revolved around this competition? But unfortunately, he couldn't compete because he didn't have a black belt, because Miyagi-san, uh, Miyagi-sensei stole it. He gave it to his non-black belt student. He'd been training for maybe three months. Come on, man. Not even Taekwondo do black belt gradings in three months. Not even Japanese or Okinawan kids do black belt gradings in three months. So, so So that poor guy has gone, been training for five years... 12 years ready to compete and this this is it this is his shot goes out and unfortunately can't compete so what happens he becomes an alcoholic and that alcoholic that alcoholism turns into drug use now he's got a he's got a nasty drug habit and starts stealing things and when he's stealing things unfortunately he runs over somebody kills them and he's in jail for life absolutely ruins somebody's life wouldn't that take a dark turn in, in the show, in the movie? <laughs> anyway, so you look that I didn't, I didn't like that part. And how how believable is it that you, when you turn up to a competition, you have to register, and they've already got your name <laughs> printed out? This is the '80s, man. This isn't now where you, where you could, probably could do that. 
But they've, they've got your name and they've got the Miyagi symbol, the Miyagi-do symbol. Uh, um, symbol already printed. Um, hello. Hello, this is the 80s. Uh, lucky if they could draw it on in time. Not, you know. Uh, but anyway. Well, I'll come back with some more thoughts. This is Espresso Shot Part 1 of Karate Kid. I've got a few more little things, so I'll save that for the next one. Have a good one.